Today's episode is brought to you by our patrons over at Patreon. Special thanks to Christian, Kyle, The Cartoon Gamer, McCoy, Sir Zeke, Alex, Marie, Martin, Leslie, Marjorie, and Brian. Thank you so much to our patrons for helping support the show. And of course, all of those patrons are getting access to our Creators Commentary Series with Tom Ruger. If you're interested in becoming a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash today. And welcome everybody once again to a special episode of the Animaniacast. Once again, to the Animating Cast. This is the podcast that is dedicated to the animated television series Animaniacs, as well as other shows in the Rugerverse, such as Tiny Toon Adventures, Pinky in the Brain, and Freakazoid. And today we are going to be summarizing our thoughts and impressions on season one of the Animaniacs reboot. I am Joey, and joining me once again are my co hosts. There's my brother Nathan. A reboot! <laughs> and across the country in Georgia, it's Kelly. Hello. <laughs> and Kelly is here once again with a horrible headache, unfortunately. What yeah, a if y'all y'all have like really good uh, home remedies for science headaches, um, please do share because I've I've tried everything, I think. Okay. Yoda Princess, Y O D A P R N C S S at Twitter. <laughs> Except for surgery. I'm not doing that. Yeah, not doing the surgery, but if there's, I don't know, maybe something honey and lemon-based or something, I don't know, something doable, right? I don't know. I try that in tea. Well, I okay. drink a lot of hot tea, so. So, okay, so that's, the, we've already tried that, folks. So, anyway, anyway, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps a discussion about the Animaniacs reboot will help to take, right? Maybe? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? Uh, today, yes, we're going to be going through our thoughts about uh, the Animaniacs reboot, and uh, all in all, it was—I uh, don't know—it was a—it was pretty good. It had its ups and downs, that's for sure. Uh, if someone were to ask you what you thought about the reboot in just a few words, all in all, what, what would you tell them, Nathan? Um, they were so concerned about whether they should make a reboot. <laughs> <laughs> I got I already messed it up. <laughs> I know I know where you're going. It's they were so concerned about whether they could make a re- reboot, they didn't uh, ask themselves if they should make a reboot. Yes. Thank you, Malcolm. I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, and Kelly, what about you? I'm ashamed I didn't come up with that myself. <laughs> um, it, it was short. I mean, it, it was only 13 episodes. <laughs> So, it's like uh, Stan Stanler and Waldorf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it was short. We liked it. We liked it. We loved it. <laughs> <laughs> it was dumb. It was obvious. It was pointless. It was short. I loved it. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yeah. So you know, hopefully, all you know, I know that some folks, uh, you, you know, if you've been listening to our our podcast, all these these uh, several weeks you, you i think it's there's no mystery or or anything that we obviously 
prefer the uh, original to the to the reboot and we had some major issues with the reboot but we don't have any issues with anybody who does like the reboot or anything like that if anything i'm like well that's good yeah i'm uh, glad like if there are people that like it like that's great news like yeah <laughs> i think i think above all you know whether we're going to be sharing some of our opinions and some of the opinions of our you know some of the people who wrote in um but if if they are not what you think then that's Okay, we're not we're not one of those podcasts, and I think most people realize this who have been listening to us for a while is that we're not the type of people that uh, like to shame somebody who doesn't believe the same thing that we do or think the same way. Yeah, so. there was some Star Wars podcast drama in the Twitter world yesterday. So, oh, great, some yeah. more. It always seems like it's always gone, and then all of a sudden it springs up again for the dumbest reasons. I don't even. I don't have time to listen to a lot of podcasts, um, so I, I don't hardly ever know what's going on. But I just catch like these little glimpses and stuff, and think, "Oh, that's a lot of drama in that world." Every podcast that I listen to, every Star Wars podcast that I listen to, stays away from that drama. Which well, that's good. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm good. sure the majority are, are fine, but some of them just. Whew. Well, we've obviously touched on some of the the the. I guess you could call it drama or something. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, at, at any rate, we, we try very hard not to – I mean, above all, we, there's – while we may have issues with how certain characters were portrayed in the series or decisions that were made about uh, uh, the, the presentation of this show, uh, we don't have any – issues with the artists or the writers or anything like that who are working on it. I think they're all very, very talented people. Oh, yes. Um, Better uh, than anything we could do, I'm sure. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> There's like no like... I think I think there is a, a, a mindset, though, somewhere on the chain of command, most likely up on the top, uh, from some some executives. I'm, I'm assuming in Warner Brothers or something that would say we need this is what we need a reboot of Animaniacs to be. Yeah, uh, for whatever reason, um, one of those I know. The only thing I could quote unquote. Uh, if I was going to place blame of any one specific thing, unfortunately, it would probably don't be, do it. Mm, the political thing, uh, the aspect that a lot of people are are upset about in a lot of our comments later in the show about Trump, yeah, just about yeah Trump yeah. and other like gun control and, and stuff like that. While the issues themselves may not have been picked out by him, uh, Wellesley Wild and Gabe Swar said that Mr. Spielberg was the one that told them to do it to so, do more. He wanted more political stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. More shadows, more shadows, more politics. Mess. Dark, oh. right, not dark lines. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Inner lines. <laughs> yeah. At any rate, what we're going to do uh, to start things off is we're just kind of going to go through the episodes. And we're not going to get through a, uh, a deep discussion of each one. But I, I figure what would be kind of fun is if I uh, go over the synopsis of the episode and – then say what the segments were, and then just uh, give a one or maybe two. <laughs> I got one word for everyone. <laughs> okay, a one word thought about the episode. If you could summarize the episode in a word or two, what would you say? Okay, so let's go ahead and start off right here with episode 
one of the reboot. Uh, episode one had Jurassic Lark and Suspended Animation Part One and Two, and it had Of Mice and Memes. And the description on Hulu said the Warner Brothers and Warner Sister return, and Brains Meme fails to achieve world domination. So, Nathan, what is your one word description? Reboot. <laughs> okay. Kelly, do you have a word? Spielberg. Very good. And of course, <laughs> and I just put, okay. <laughs> um, episode two of the reboot right here had Warner's Unbound, uh, How to Brain Your Dragon, and Suffragette City, uh, where the Warner's vacation in ancient Greece and Pinky and the Brain try to use a dragon to rule the world. And of course, they don't put it on the Hulu description, but uh, Dot has, sings about uh, cartoon rights. The uh, dragon. The dragon. <laughs> uh, what? That's Kelly's word. <laughs> the, the dragon. <laughs> oh yeah, sure you can use that. Okay, the dragon. <laughs> We're just going to count it one time. The dragon. Okay. Uh, and Nathan, what's your word? Uh, unhistorical. <laughs> unhistorical. <laughs> I wrote miscast. <laughs> uh, episode three. Uh, let's see here. Episode three, putting down the thing. Uh, episode three was Gold Meddlers, Pinko and the Brain, and Masterpiece Theater. And it was the Warners competing, competing in a game of skill. Uh, brain gets busted while time traveling. And Dot gives a dramatic math lesson. Uh, let's see. I don't remember him time traveling in this. What, what was the? Deal? No, I didn't time. Well, That's I mean, a, he was he was back in the '60s, so I guess yeah. he time traveled to the '60s got, or whatever. Yeah, that that is the worst description. Pinto yeah. and the brain head. I thought I was like, am I getting the wrong thing? No, but that's what they put. Yeah, it, it, that's not right. In 1950, this is better on the Wikipedia. In 1953, Brain disguises himself as a politician and attempts to yeah. blackmail all the others yeah. to ensure he's the remaining, and there's zero time travel, Hulu. Oh, yeah, yoy. Nathan, what do you have for your your one-word description? Uh, winning. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Kelly, do you <laughs> what, what would you say about this episode? Bronze medal. Okay, bronze medal. And I just, I was mean. I put laughless. Lauren laughless. <laughs> no, she's in it a few episodes. Oh, that's, that's going to be your word for that one. Darn it. <laughs> I should have kept it in. All right. Well, number four. Uh, number four had bun control, ex mousina, and broomph. And that was the Warners fighting a rabbit infestation and Brain's robot son turns on him and then a new app is born. Uh, Nathan, what do you say? I wrote gross because that was the first thing I remember. That. <laughs> it's it's the first like, thing that came to mind. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kelly, what about you? Uh, annoying. <laughs> uh, I wrote something kind of similar to you. This is my one two-word description. Oh, please. Hmm. <laughs> That's what I wrote. Okay. Number four. Uh, episode four. Uh, I'm sorry. We just did episode four. Episode five. I... <laughs> no, let's do it again. Episode five. Oh, boy. Good Warner hunting. No brainer and Ralph cam. So uh, this was the Warners are stalked by a hunter. Pinky and the brain break into the NSA and then Ralph falls asleep. 
Uh, Nathan, what do you think? I wrote controversial. All right. Kelly? Guess on. <laughs> and I wrote upsetting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it is very, and still upset by that episode. All right. Um, the cutening. Episode six had the cutening, close encounters of the worst kind, and equal time. Uh, so this one was Dot discovers a recipe for cuteness. Aliens don't share brain's goals uh, and odd political ads. Nathan, what do you I wrote think? catchy. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was thinking I should wrote earworm, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Kelly, what about you? Hawaii. Ooh, and I wrote gross <laughs> because. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It did have cute, but it also did have gross. Uh, all right, uh, let's go to episode seven. Warner, she wrote, France, France Revolution and gift wrapper. The Warners hunt down a donut. I'm sorry, not that one. The Warners investigate a dog napping, and they accidentally start the French Revolution. Yakko channels Shakespeare to save hip hop. All right, Nathan, what do you think? Uh, no brained. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> no brain. Well, very little. A brain. little bit. Not enough. Kelly, what do you think? <laughs> oh, this episode is so all over the place. It's hard to come up with a single word. Um, French. <laughs> <laughs> it's all French to me. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say disappointing for that one. Sums it up. Episode eight. Uh, episode eight was Who Donut uh, and the Masturian Candidate and Starbucks and Cindy. So the Warners hunt a donut thief. Brain creates a perfect flotus and Starbucks fails to escape Cindy's adoring grasp. Um, Nathan, what do you say? Um, I put upsetting. Okay. Yeah. Kelly, what about you? Divisive. Mm. And I wrote wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's just wrong. You like just wrong words. We did not like this one very much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, episode nine. Here comes treble. That's not the issue. Future Brain and the Incredible Gnome in People's Mouths. So the Warners uh, butt heads with a conductor and a talk show host. Brain is humbled by his future self, and Marsha has a gnome in her mouth. Nathan, what do you say? Uh, I put interesting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, what do you say? What do you say? Uh, gnome, really? <laughs> uh, and I wrote almost. um episode 10 episode 10 was uh animaniette uh babysitter's flub and the warner's press conference um let's see the warner's discover an unauthorized version of their show in russia brain battles a toddler for a meteorite and also a press conference nathan uh i put political even though it's not that political (laughs) (laughs) Kelly? Um, kindergarten brain. 
<laughs> and I wrote a word that I really don't like to use that much, but I just wrote meh. <laughs> All right, episode 11. Episode 11 was Phantom Maniacs, Fear and Laughter in Burbank, The Bride of Pinky, and Things That Go Bump in the Night. So Halloween in Burbank, The Warners Haunt a Television and Encounter a Scary Clown, Brain Frightens a Whole Village into Submission, and Spooky Monsters Get Claustrophobic. So Nathan, what do you think? I wrote spooky. <laughs> ah. uh, Kelly? Scary clown. <laughs> and I just wrote good. All right. Clown. <laughs> All right. Getting towards the end here. Episode 12. Episode 12 had a zit, a thousand and one narfs, and Manny Manspreader. So this was the inner life of a pimple, which that is a bad description of that song. Uh, Pinky and the Brain entertain a sultana, and a man lacks a sense of personal space. Uh, Nathan, what do you say? All right, Moby Dick. That was the theme of all of them. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kelly? Thank you, next. <laughs> And I kind of wrote the same thing as you, just, well, in a sense, boring. Doesn't I, I shouldn't say meh so much, but it sometimes fits for the season. Uh, finally, episode 13, Hindenburg Cola, Rodent Trip, and Flotus Flotus, What Do You Know About Us? All right, so uh, the Warners go on a quest for Dr. Scratch and Sniff. Uh, Brain builds a driverless car, and Dot sings about all the first ladies. And they should they should have put in parentheses, sort of. <laughs> Except one. <laughs> Except one, but they forgot. And at any rate, uh, Nathan, what do you say? Disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kelly. Oscarbergian. Okay, and mm-hmm. it, it was. Uh, and uh, I wrote unremarkable. Um, so there you go. So wow, the I think of our words. <laughs> they're they're. I, I'm looking at my list. I'm, I'm a little upset at myself for being a little too hard, but those are just the one word things that come to mind when I think of the episode. So I think episode 11 was, I mean, I think we could probably go to our, our favorite episode as long as we're just talking about the episodes in whole. Uh, my, my favorite episode was episode 11. Yeah. Uh, same. <laughs> same. Kelly, which one was your uh, favorite episode? Hmm. Like it. With all of the, the all the whole season, if you had to I pick can, one and say this, is I can tell one. you which one you you said was the best one. Ooh. Well, that was a segment, though. Well, you oh. gave a oh, whole episode. Have... <laughs> oh, I know which one she gave a, a, the best rating to. I think, yeah. Uh, but... now I can't remember. I'm going back through, and um, which one did I give my best? <laughs> you it, gave was well, it number thirteen? No, nope. it was episode one, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay, because <laughs> yes. of Jurassic Park. Yep, I think so. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah you gave... I'll, <laughs> I'll stick with that. <laughs> it overpowered the entire episode for Kelly, and it just made it a, what was it, a four or a five for her? It was a five. A five! Mm-hmm. Well, it was. It actually had Spielberg and the music and John Williams and the Dinosaur. <laughs> Dino, <laughs> Dion, Dino DNA. Well, 
<laughs> okay, let's 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 talk about what what if you had to pick an episode and say this was the worst episode, the mm. worst episode. Uh, I can tell you which ones you guys said was. <laughs> well, I think I know. Even though Number there were two, was pretty bad. Say it again. Number twelve was pretty bad. Oh, the the it and the man spreading. I mean, yeah, mm. that's not what you gave the worst score to. Um, mm. I can tell you. I can tell you that I think episode five was the worst, uh, just because of the way that. That I've, I like I said before, I never had an episode that I started to like so much and then hated so much. So I think it's just because of the way that the the imbalance of my feelings of it <laughs> made mm-hmm. me really, I think, uh, think I hate it the most. If I picked one episode that I thought, oh god, no, 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 it's episode five with Good Warner hunting that that really hurt it. Uh, well, what do you think? I'm going to go with what I rated, which was Starbucks and Cindy and Who Donut, but mostly because of Mouse Cheering Candidate. To give it yeah, yeah, that is a that is a pretty that was, that was hard for me to watch. Um, Joey, the worst one you gave was um, same as Kelly was episode seven. Warner, she wrote France, France Revolution, and Gift Wrapper. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Well, I I I. Take it back, so I suppose. Just, I, I yeah, give it, just I so give you it. two know, that was what you, at the time, like Kelly, I think you gave it a one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Enjoy a 1.5. Wow. I don't remember hating it that much. Um, probably had a headache or something. <laughs> I probably did. Um, but also, it just didn't have any pinky in the brain, so that really hurt that episode. Uh, like, yeah. yeah, I think I just, uh, yeah, it's some of these episodes were like something like that. It was just It wasn't like, just like so bad, like it wasn't anything It was necessarily bad about it just wasn't like it never got good enough to like get yeah. it over <laughs> yeah hump, it's I guess. hard to I rate know. these when we had i mean because i i didn't watch the whole season yeah i had seen um, the whole thing so after going through rating these i was like i know it doesn't get much better than this <laughs> right so you know exactly and for us we we're just kind of watching it as we went i mean we had seen some of them in the yeah. press release stuff but that was just yeah, a right handful kind of rate them on their own merit not like in comparison to other episodes yeah so. exactly and i tried to whenever i was going through mine i was also trying to rate them based upon just not even based up not even necessarily comparing them to the original series um, but just trying to just say as a cartoon itself. Yeah, I, I tried to rate it against the first episode. That's why I gave the first episode three, and then I'd be like, is it better than the first episode or worse than the first episode? And then that's always... So that was my ratings throughout. Yeah. Just, well, uh, let's let's go... Uh, I, I'm sorry, Kelly, did you go through... Did did she actually say her the, the least favorite one? Um, I thought she said 12. Okay. A zit, does it? Yeah, nice. yeah. yeah nice I mean, that was that one was pretty bad. All right, <laughs> it's, it's yucky. <laughs> I don't like yucky. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and go over our favorite, like just the favorite segment of the Warners and Pinky the Brain, and our least favorite segment of the Warners and Pinky the Brain. Should, let's end on a positive note. Let's go on our least favorite segment of the Warners. And our least favorite segment of Pinky and the Brain, and then our the best mourners segment and the best Pinky and the Brain segment. Okay, 
Okay. So yeah, let's end on a positive. So Nathan, what do you think? What's the what's the least? What's the the? I should probably just put it the correct way. What is the worst segment? My least your... favorite one. <laughs> yes. These are all my favorites, but my <laughs> least favorite is probably Suffragette City. Ah, uh, yeah, boy, um, boy. Yeah, I I will be fine if I never listen to that again. So, uh, or watch it. Like, didn't didn't enjoy it. Um, the other ones, even the like controversial ones, I'm like, well, at least I get to see that character. But like <laughs> that one, there was nothing in it for me. I don't know. Yeah, I'm happy you never seen. I that think they again. were. I think they were trying to just appeal to people who liked cartoon cameos, mm-hmm. and that doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, does. I know. I want more. Sorry, yeah. uh, Kelly. What was what was your least favorite Warner's segment? Um, I'm trying to decide between the zit and bun control, but mm. probably probably the zit. <laughs> Probably is it. Uh, I gotta go. Uh, no surprises is good Warner hunting like that. Just like I said, started off so great and then ended so infuriating to me. <laughs> so I was like, to heck with this and this show and everything. And I threw a TV out the window. Oh, it was horrible. But they're uh, all okay at the end. They- yeah, but, but it wasn't about even about that. It was about the fact that. I just thought as a major insult uh, towards the original series, and that the 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 mindset I could, and, and maybe it's just all my interpretation. And I've talked to people who work on the show, and they say this is not true. But I mean, come on, <laughs> <laughs> how could you put something out like that? And um, yeah, I, I did not uh, did not like it. It just really upset me. Uh, okay. Uh, least favorite, Pinky and the Brain. What do you got, Nathan? Oh, mouse cheering candidate. Yeah. <laughs> Not cool with Julia. Or for Brain. I mean, I I think she will be a cool... I, I'm hoping she comes back and she's much cooler in the next episode. But, um, yeah, I didn't like the the way she was treated. So Yeah. Kelly, what do you think? Um, I I probably have to say the Mouturian candidate too. Yeah, it's a triple agreement on that one right there. I thought right? one of us. I thought one of you might say thousand and one narfs, but that was just boring. It wasn't upsetting. <laughs> I know. I was like, you know, I could put it on. Like, I'm not going to be upset by watching it. So yeah, exactly. Well, that's something that I could just put. I could see like you put that on for kids to watch and just hopefully keep them entertained for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> while you're doing something, but uh, Mouturian candidate. Uh, yeah, that was just uh, really a, betray- a betrayal of who the brain was, and uh, no, not cool, not cool. All right, let's go ahead and get to the stuff we did think was cool, though. Let's get to the stuff we the segment, the best segment of the Warners, the whole thing. What do you? What should do we you do? Think? We, I think we should also pick our best segment of the miscellaneous. Oh, one, oh since there's okay. only three of those, <laughs> that's true. It should be pretty easy. We can to pick out. just our best. Let's not worry about our worst one. All know. right, uh, uh, best of those three, I guess, was the gnome for me. The okay. gnome in people's mouths. That was your favorite? Yeah. Of the well, three? Well, there's Starbucks between that. and Starbucks, Starbucks and Cindy. The, yeah. And eyes, right? And things that go up in the night. Those are the only three that have no pinky in the brain or Warner's in him. So I'm going with the gnome because yeah. sometimes yelling is funny. And I mean, it wasn't ha-ha funny. But it was... <laughs> it was is went, there, this is your favorite. Mm-hmm. You like that. You loved it. So, Kelly, yeah. did you have a favorite of those I'm three? I'm not judging you, except I am. Um, <laughs> I, I guess... Starbucks and Cindy. I mean, at least yeah. the music was kind of 
cool like the, the theme song kind of thing and it the the stream of consciousness from the kid was hilarious yeah the little girl was cute i'm gonna also go with starbucks and cindy so okay all righty well uh now let's do the the favorite uh piggy in the brain or i'm sorry favorite warner's one first what do, what do you got nathan um well jurassic lark <laughs> <laughs> good answer good answer <laughs> Uh, Kelly, what what do you think? Jurassic Park. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go fear and loathing and uh, not fear and loathing, fear and laughter in uh, mm-hmm. Burbank, um, just because that was the, I think some of the closest that it got to the uh, uh, you know normal <laughs> Warner segment. Yeah. Even though Yakko was not very Yakko ish, uh, it was still like okay, this is this is close. <laughs> Um, so I went for it. A lot of these things really, uh, and I know we talked about it a lot of times uh, throughout the uh, throughout the season. It really kind of felt like we're we're reading the comic books sometimes, in that it's like, okay, this is this is this is something like Animaniacs, but it wasn't really Animaniacs. But you're like, it's close. It's something, you know, I could see being turned into a cartoon, and then it did, and <laughs> didn't quite it's work. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, let's go ahead and talk about before we're gonna. We have a lot of. We have our favorite feedback. pinky in the brains. Oh duh! Let's get to that. <laughs> oh my goodness! Let, okay, okay. I'll just start because I'm, I'm taking too much time. I will say favorite pinky in the brain is. Uh, oh oh! Now I forgot it. It was uh, uh, how to brain your dragon. I like hmm. that one. All right, Nathan, what do you think? Um, I, I'll say future brain, just because I thought that future brain was pretty funny. Okay. <laughs> and Kelly? Rodent trip. Uh, rodent trip. Well, for Spielberg references, of course. Yeah. I was I was going to say that one, but I'm like, I bet Kelly will say that for us. So. <laughs> yeah, that was very I was, I couldn't decide between. Well, I couldn't decide between future brain and rodent trip. I'm a little trip, bit so. predictable. it's like as long as kelly says i'll be (laughs) well let's go ahead and get we have a lot of uh of listener feedback to get to and people who have have responded to us through email and social media and everything and hopefully we'll get through them all and honestly we also might have a bunch of emails that may be lost forever perhaps because our retro zap uh email got had some problems just the last night when I was getting a lot of emails. So hopefully they'll still come through. But uh, if we did not read your response and you know that you sent it to animaniacast at retrozap.com, eh, maybe try resending that email to animaniacast at gmail.com. And uh, next time we uh, record, we just might read what you thought of uh, season one of the reboot. Uh, but before we get to all that, let's just talk about some of the things that we hope we see in the upcoming season. Um, we have two seasons of the reboot still coming out. Season two is being scored right now. And season three, they're already starting to record dialogue for um, right now, which is cool. Um, so they're they're still moving. Uh, but what are you hoping to see in the future of this series? Uh, Nathan, what do you think? Um, good idea, bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want, yeah, I want, we got mime time. We know the mimes, they've got a character model for them. You can bring them in. Yeah. I saw them on top of the, so you want the Olympics. Good, so you want good idea, bad idea, or mime time coming back? Sure. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that, but all right. Um, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I just, I, uh, I want, 
lots of comedy and funny things. And um, I also want uh, educational songs, I guess, is also something I really want. Mm, yes. Mm. Kelly, what do you think? I'd like more Spielberg. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I also would like educational songs. Um, that was one of my things that I loved about the original. And then um, I I think it, it would be cool if they leaned a little he- more more heavily on like classic comedy, sort of like the original did. It's more timeless, you know, like who's uh, who's on first kind of thing with Woodstock Slappy that it's been done to death, but it's funny. It endures. And rather than trying to stay edgy and, you know, modern humor, um, timeless, timeless humor and, and things um, with a fresh take on it. Yeah. Take on a graphic novel, like a classic novel or something. Or- yeah. 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 And um, uh, I'd like to see Randy, the Brandy Beeman kid. Oh, Yeah. Mm. And bring back, yeah, bring back uh, Colin Wells. What's <laughs> yeah, that's Colin Wells. Well, of course, his son might be the better one to, to be cast. No, in. no. <laughs> actually, adult Colin Wells. <laughs> one day, Randy Beeman. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. I would I would say I agree with everything you two said. I mean, it's it, it, definitely we need to have more timeless stuff going on. I know a lot of people are like, in our you know comments and stuff they're like it was too political too political was something that came up a lot and it was it was way too political and the original series was not political honestly hardly really, yeah at, really at all we had, I uh, mean, there's a handful of of like quick little not inconsequential that jokes that read and run episode where they what's the guy with the big ears that yeah ross I, perot ross but you couldn't even like, tell it was ross perot <laughs> it was like it was something where it was like if you knew it was ross perot it was ross perot but if you didn't know it's just some guy in alaska talking like a texan and so yeah. that was it um so i mean there's some people that say well i hope they go after both sides like they used to do. And I'm thinking to myself, gosh, I don't remember them going after both sides, quote unquote, in the original show, because I don't remember it being political to yeah. any degree. So some people are like, I hope it goes up. They go after Biden next. And I'm like, I well, hope. they also wouldn't have time to go after like, because it, it would have to be season three would be the soonest they could yeah, go after Biden. Exactly. Like, so that's why it shouldn't be political. <laughs> and yeah. and I'm sorry for people who like to say that the that Bill Clinton playing the sax was an example of that. And no, it's not because that was just him. That was just a pop culture moment when he was on a talk show while running for president. So, and it was made up by Nate Ruger, who was a kid at the time. I think when just Tom was trying to come up with, you know, variable verses and stuff like that. And his son came up with that. So, zero political agenda. You yeah. Know, and they this. even removed it after. <laughs> I know. And then, only, and then it just went away after, you know, Bill Clinton yeah. was, you know, getting out of office. Tons of income tax. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, if anybody was actually made fun of politically, I, I think a couple times, more in the Pinky the Brain spinoff, but I think Newt Gingrich might have been mm-hmm. made fun of a few times because it's, let's let's face it, it's it's funnier to make fun of people like Newt Gingrich and Donald Trump than it is to be made fun of <laughs> some people like Bill, like Joe Biden or something like that. I, It's just that, you know, you have to look at the the personality of the person that you're making fun of and then kind of go from there, I suppose, more than 
the political thing. But at any rate, I don't I don't know. I I don't know what to expect when the when it comes to political stuff. I hope they don't do it as much though because it's all people seem to focus on one way <laughs> or another. And they're not focusing on just the simple zaniness of the show. So anyway, and the other stuff you guys said, you know, educational songs, stuff like that. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, totally, totally into that. Uh, let's go Let's go over <laughs> real quick. Some of the things that we, we do know, though, that some of that stuff should be appearing in the next season or so. Uh, I went through a lot of, uh, you know, the previous emails and discussions that we've had with people that are working uh, behind the scenes, whether that's um, in animation. I think a lot of them were in the animation department, but so they got to see some of the stuff as it was going on. But um, we know, at least at one point, remember, that Mm -hmm. we were told that there would be a new good idea, bad idea hype segment. I honestly forget because it was just told to us verbally um, what it was called. (laughs) Um, I know, I know the cast member that's narrating it, Ooh, but that's not that important. Honestly, I don't know if it's gotten past the, uh, you know, the storyboarding stage. I don't know if it'll be done, but we were told about it. Hopefully. Yeah. And that's good. Cause we need more like, cause yeah, there's only three segments that weren't. Yeah. It, it, the, the, the formula, the formula of Warner's pinky in the brain and Warner's, I think would be, uh, it would be beneficial to break that up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, stuff. those are going to be your strongest episodes, but you need to like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> typically well, like, Oh, those are my favorite episodes. But like if every episode definitely is like that, on, the, then... on the original series, they definitely yeah. were, but now they, they figured that formula would just, just automatically work for this series yeah. and it didn't work that way. Um, okay. There was a song that was played in Animaniacs in concert that I thought was just remarkable and fantastic, and I was totally waiting to see it in this first season. And I don't know the title of it, but it's about things that get, you know, the smaller, the, the things, small, small, small. Yeah, it's like the opposite of the universe. Yes. Getting, you know, how, how, we, how things are so big and big. Yeah, but we could just keep zooming in instead and... Instead of keep zooming out. Exactly. So. so Randy wrote this. Randy Rogel wrote this song and it performs it at Animaniacs in concert with Rob. And it is just a fantastic song. Just really like akin to anything that you've heard before in the past. I think it might be called It Don't Get Smaller Than That because that's mm-hmm. the chorus that they repeat over and over. Uh, where's that? I want that. Yeah. I want that. And, uh, and they also did do a skit, um, uh, kind of in the vein of uh, "Who's on First, right? With Pinky and the Brain uh, and Animaniacs in concert. Let's see, what was that about? I'm just doing this off the top of my head. It was, uh, oh, gosh, it was the brain was trying to tell Pinky about something. And the, is, is this ringing any bells for you too? Vaguely. Vaguely. Yeah, they did a Who's on First. Nathan's shaking his head no. So apparently it wasn't that um, that memorable, but that classic comedy stuff, I mean, should appear, you know, it wasn't as good as, uh, you know, Woodstock Slappy. So that's probably why he doesn't that's remember Slappy it. Slappy is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, I, I went back to one of the emails that we had from somebody who's working on the show and they said this, this is stuff to expect on the show. Historical sketches and songs from the Cold War to ancient Rome. Uh, some of the stuff might be in, uh, he might be referring uh, 
some of the stuff they might be referring to stuff that's in season one, but yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. Um, so to King John of England and the Magna Carta, we did not see that in season one. So therefore, we can have to say it's got to be in season two, right? Right? And Christopher Columbus. So something, a song, a sketch, and a song, perhaps about Christopher Columbus again. Yeah, cool, cool. cool. We may have seen the Cold War in ancient Rome. Yeah, Cold War in ancient Rome. That might be in season one um, with some of that. Which, if I hope, I hope that they do it better if it's in season two. (laughs) Um, And also, we've you know heard we've been talking about how people say that the season two is. Better than, than the first season. Yeah, we've heard that a couple times. And we? and I had to look at the one of the emails here, and it said specifically, Steven, as in Steven Spielberg, is absolutely loving the second season, and he's really pumped about how the show is turning out. That's so, good. That's good. Yeah. I bet so, it's really political. <laughs> <laughs> he's loving it. <laughs> I know he gets pretty political. I mean, he's political in real life. I mean, mm-hmm donates to, to campaigns and things like that. Yeah. Um, It'd just be funny if, cause that was his one note that <laughs> movies are, but the cartoons he does have never historically been all that. I don't know. I was talking to my dad the other day about Bible and I'm like, you know, this is a movie about an immigrant who comes to America and, you know, wants to, to live a better life. And I mean, people could view that as political, I guess. I mean, Spielberg kind of came up with the story and named Fievel. So, I mean, maybe some of that does bleed into animation. It depends on what you decide is political. I mean, yeah. obviously a parody of Trump. I mean, yeah. Is that political? I mean, or is it just making fun of a celebrity figure? I mean. Yeah, if he was never president, then it wouldn't be political. Exactly. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. And that's the thing. He, It's a personality. It's it, And that's what I'm saying, you know, before when it comes to like – the, the politi- like who you're going to pick on politically it part of it is it, you know could be part political agenda of those who are making it who disagree with those political figures right but also it's it's easy to make comedy when the person that you're making fun of has a outlandish personality and trump it's like certainly when was dana carvey did george bush yeah right in the day i had no idea what bush's politics were i didn't i mean i didn't follow i didn't care I was a kid, but his depiction of him was hilarious. And it wasn't even like really hit. <laughs> I know. And that's the thing. It started like, off so reserved, but eventually he just turned in from not going to die to Which nah is like God, something he. Not going to die. I think, did George Bush even ever say not going to do it? Like, I don't even think so. I don't, I don't think so. I think it's just something prudent, that Dana Carvey like, yeah, exactly. started saying and then. But but and that's but it was the, funny. That, yeah, that's exactly. the thing. That's all people really cared about. So honestly, above all, that should be funny. Uh, a lot of people I know online. Before we get to our, our comments and stuff about what people want to see and uh, what they thought about season one, um, I, I I'll, I'm going to reach out to some some of our folks who work on the show uh, and secretly ask them, hey, is, is Slappy Squirrel coming back? Is you know stuff like that because. I, I think there's a lot of um, false hope. <laughs> I'm really pessimistic about Slappy or any of the classic characters coming back. Uh, I never expected them to, to be involved. There's, and that's yeah. the thing. And and But there's a lot of people saying, oh, in season two or in season three, they'll come back. 
I really hate to say it, but they're not coming back. I really, especially because this is like done, like you have a successful, accord, you know, you look at the numbers that Hulu had. Forget what the, forget the story. Forget anything like that. Just look at the numbers that this show did, right? It had yeah. great numbers of being a successful streaming show. Why... Would, would you, you change the formula? Want to yeah. change that formula exactly? Why would you? And whether and of course, uh, we would love to see Tom have some role on the show. But number one, I don't even know if Tom would necessarily want to be on the show because imagine having a party that you know you're not in, you know you're not invited to the party, and you, then all of a sudden plan the party at you all. Yeah, plan exactly. this party, and then all of a sudden about like. A, a few hours as the into party's this over, party. yeah. There's an yeah. hour left. Come on over. Like, Come on over and 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 help us yes. run some yeah. party. It's help like, us clean it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why would you want to? So, <laughs> but it's the same thing with the with these uh, with these other characters. It's like they they. I think they've said what the, you know. They've showed what they're going to do with this season. They're they want to introduce new characters. They want to do different variety stuff, which may or may not work. But don't expect to see the Good Feathers as much as I want to see the Good Feathers, as much as I really want to see Slappy and Skippy return. I have zero hope <laughs> that they're going to be on. Because um, I think, honestly, I think we just... I- I'll reach out, and I'll if, if I'm wrong, then I will let people know. Um, and it'll be great news. But um, I really don't think it's going to happen, which stinks. But Well, but even if it does... I mean, people still won't be happy. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Some people yeah. might, and some people won't. But it's, it's like it, we've talked before. But it'll be like Star Wars. It's like okay, well, you brought Han and Leia and everybody back. Yay! You know the original actor. But you didn't do hey. it right. Yeah. But Luke wouldn't have done that. Luke wouldn't behave like that. Why did you totally. do that? Totally. Like you know, yeah. can't believe you did that to Han. I mean, I'm still upset about what happened to Han. Don't, don't go there. <laughs> but, um. But I don't, I don't hate the movies, and I don't, I don't hate what they did. I mean, they they made the story that they made, and they chose to do it. And you either accept it or don't. And so, but there's a, there's always a risk when you bring back beloved characters, but not in the identical way. You know, the animation, yeah. different. The voice, voices might be different. The personalities might be different. And then you have to ask yourself, is this really what I wanted? Bingo. Bingo. Yeah, and that's the thing. When Slappy Squirrel comes back, are, are we really expecting her to, to quote-unquote, be allowed <laughs> to act the same way? Uh, times have changed, so and, and the way that cartoon violence is portrayed has changed. Um, honestly, I think that would be... I mean, you look at some of the, the later episodes of the original series where you had, like, what was the character's uh, name? Uh, Reef Blunt, the senator who was trying to get her to not be so violent and everything. I mean, that's like a real thing going on with cartoons, how they're being made. And and I I would not expect Slappy to be the same. And therefore, do we really want her back on this show? I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's just something to keep in mind. And like I said, I'll 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 look into it and I'll and I'll hopefully I'm wrong, but I'm not I'm not too hopeful. <laughs> well, let's go and get to some of the uh listener uh uh, emails and everything, and we wanted to make sure we got to the definitely the Patreon. Uh, we have well, patreon.com slash animaniacast. If you ever want to get to the very top of our list of of uh, feedback, 
well, become a patron because then not only are you going to be able to to you know be read first, but you'll get you'll get uh, access to some of our uh, Animaniacs commentaries with uh, Tom Ruger. So and they've been super fun. So check that out and uh, patreon.com slash Animaniacast is the place to go. Um, let's see. Kelly, do you have this up? Do you want to read what Brian said right here from our Patreon? So Brian said, I thought season one was genius and thoroughly enjoyed every episode. Season one concentrates a lot on the Warners and their origin. This would later set up the introduction of the other characters on the show. Okay. Well, and that, like I said, I, I don't know if that means uh, he's he's thinking that the original characters on the show are going to come back, but it certainly did set up the... Uh, Introduce uh, Starbucks and Cindy and the the gnome and and who yeah. knows those those I think characters they'll start introducing back. other new characters as well. Yeah, I would definitely. Think so. uh, okay, I'm, there's one here from Marty. Uh, Marty. Uh, <laughs> Marty says, "Good evening, Joey, Nathan, and Kelly. Uh, I saw the opportunity to share thoughts on season one of the reboot, and I figured I'd jump at the chance to provide what perhaps." could be a different perspective. I have a long take, which may also provide context for the short take. So here we go. The long take. Season one is great. It reunited some uh, shows that I uh, hadn't really thought about for almost 20 years. Tiny Toons, Animaniacs, Pinky the Brain were all staples of our childhood. But then, of course, our viewing habits change with age, and I pretty much forgot about the show. And I'm not kidding. Uh, he says, like, for example, he says, uh, who are the characters of Animaniacs? He might say, um, Wacko, Yakko, and Dot, and he would totally forget about Slappy and the Good Feathers and stuff like that. But then, after I seeing the promos for the reboot popping up on the Facebook feed, uh, and this is likely cleverly placed by an algorithm based on my age and demographics, absolutely, uh, a week or two before November 20th, those little 10-second snippets uh, featuring Yakko, Wacko, and Dot were enough, however, to get me to go, oh yeah, we used to watch those guys when we were kids. I gotta tune in to this and check it out. So when November 20th came, I settled in for the usual Friday night routine of TV and carry-out pizza and started to watch the uh, watching the show. It was good enough to grab my attention, so going at a pace of maybe two episodes a night, I made it through the whole first season within a week or so. And then I was like, uh, that was pretty cool. I wonder if the original series is is uh, on too. And sure enough, it was. So, going at the same pace of a couple episodes a night, I started watching the original series too. And when I was re- and when I was really blown away at what I'd forgotten all about and how much of it probably flew miles over my head as a kid with the jokes and the songs and the pop culture references and the satire. It was delightful. It was irreverent and cute, and at the same time, it was also so clever and witty. I checked it checked all the right boxes. After making it through the whole original series, only then could I start to recognize the differences between the original and the reboot. By that point, I had found and started listening to the Animani cast. Hey, hey! And even when, <laughs> and even when I went back and rewatch season one of the reboot again so I could better pick up the differences between it and the OG. With that said, here are my short takes. Okay, Warner's in the Pinky the Brain. Pinky the Brain look great. Uh, he totally agrees that the human designs are not so great, and he noticed that there was the Spumco, Ren and Stimpy look, uh, which was off-putting. And then there was a lot of gross stuff 
like that were very Ren and Stimpy esque. He didn't like uh, something he didn't notice, but when watching the original series, uh, and it was mentioned on the podcast, was like, yeah, I see what they mean. Was when the Warners being their own targets, like Dot whacking her brothers with a mallet less a, <laughs> less a minute after the opening theme of the first episode or just being the butt of each other's jokes at various points in the seasons. It's definitely a direction I wish they hadn't gone. Uh, along the same lines, and there has been too much mentioned on the show, I agree that they missed the mark a bit on the brain. In the original series and the spinoff, the sense was almost omnipresent that the brain wished to take over the world with good intentions, that he felt that he could do better than the world leaders of the day. Now it almost as if he had become... That uh, that which he once abhorred. This is some good vocabulary right mm-hmm. here, Marty. Uh, perhaps a differing viewpoint here. I'm not as disappointed with the decision to not work in any other characters other than the brief non-speaking cameo in Good Warner Hunting. In some ways, it could be from a perspective of do we trust them to bring back the original characters and have us go, yup, tastes like the real thing, without a f- having a funny bit of aftertaste to it. Exactly what Kelly was saying right there with the, are they really acting the same way? So, and he, he goes on to say that, you know, you know, he could do without seeing Mindy and Buttons again in a reboot. Uh, although characters like Good Feathers or Slappy and Skippy might be good. Uh, the final point to me, the original series would uh, was ostensibly written to be a kid's show, but they worked in enough fun jokes and references that it ended up having a broader appeal. Then it seemed to me that the reboot almost had the feel of an adult cartoon along the lines of Simpsons or Family Guy, and then they dialed down the adult humor to make it acceptable for a general audience. Maybe that's exactly what they had to do in order to find a lost viewer like I was and bring me back to the fold. However, they did it, and it worked. Not not only am I fully enjoying reunification of the original series, I'm looking forward to the new episodes and hoping that they'll be quote unquote better as we've even heard the rumor to be. And uh, he also says, by the way, I'm afraid to review my bank statements from the past couple months to see how much money I've spent on various Animaniacs toys and merchandise, both new and the vintage stuff from eBay, because it was all the, all the cool stuff he never had as a kid. <laughs> Love the show. Take care, Marty. Uh, yeah, that was that was a longer email, but I thought, you know what? Not only did, is Marty a Patreon, a patron, so I'm, you know, I'll, I'll read, yeah, I'll read what you have to say. But very well, very well thought out too. Yeah, just a very, lot of good know. stuff, a lot of good stuff there, Marty. All right, um, let's see, Nathan. I had to save this email from you. This is from yeah. Gray Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> what nice! What a Gray Rainbow say. Um, so Gray Rainbow says, "I was three years old when I started watching Animaniacs." It was so zany to the max. Heart, eyes, face, shocked face, smiley face, yummy face. So I'm a big fan of it. I'm 13 now and I still love it. But the reboot was um, um, terrible to me. Almost all the main cast is gone. It feels empty. And then it's like the upset, angry face. And then a sad, frowny, angry, frowny face. I feel they don't understand the characters. It's like they want a variety show but had to force it in these characters. Yakko is my favorite, and he now makes dad jokes, upset, frowny face. He's not funny anymore, to me at least. I always laughed at Yakko's jokes in the original. Also, the eighth episode is not 
not Animaniacs. It's just <laughs> sickening and uncomfortable to watch. Upset face, uh, sick face, puking face, angry, <laughs> frowny face. It's sad for me. This was the first cartoon I ever watched. This re- reboot is not funny or zany to the max. Frowny face, mad frowny face. Hope season two or three is better. I'm an optimistic gal. Heart face by the way that your podcast is so amazing. Oh, by the way, your podcast is so amazing. Hope the next video comes out soon. Okay. I love you. Bye bye. <laughs> All right. Very nice. Um, Kelly, if you could read one more for us, this is from uh, Wacko King. Wacko is uh, Wacko King. I should say is on our discord and stuff. And he's a, he's a good guy. What do we got from him? All righty. In my opinion, I almost, I almost said, in my opinion, comma, because I, I do a lot of voice. Well, Nathan, especially after Nathan was reading every emoji. <laughs> so, uh, in my opinion, season one of the Animaniacs reboot was both a hit and a miss. I found myself enjoying most of the Pinky and the Brain segments more than the Warner segments. So far, the Warner segments in episodes two and 11 felt like they could have been segments in the original series. I would also suggest skipping the Pinky and the Brain segment in episode eight just for the fact that Brain was poorly written. It is not the fault of the show staff. Usually reboots don't find their stride till the second season. And I hope that will be true for season two of the reboot. That is a very good note to put in there that, yes, it is true. A lot of shows don't reach their stride until the second season. And it's like, go back and watch Buffy. Like, the, yeah. the first season was only like 13 episodes. And, and it was a pretty decent show, but they were still kind of finding themselves, but then season two hit and they brought in Spike and Drew and Oh yeah. Man. I have no idea what you're talking Love about. Love Spike. Uh, <laughs> I know we were talking about Bobby, but I've never seen it. So that's why I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But it's about. an illust- illustration of when a second <laughs> season is a, a vast. You see, Joey. You see, let's talk it's, about the, Oh no, we turned into we a Buffy talking. podcast. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> That'll be our next uh Patreon thing. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> Let's go to one more here, and this is from Mike Russo. Uh, Mike is the reason I wanted to make sure we closed on Mike was uh, Mike wrote a fantastic blog that really assisted us immensely uh, starting off our podcast, and that was uh, Hello Nice Warners. Uh, really, just a fantastic uh, in-depth look at each episode of the classic series. Great screenshots. Too. Oh yeah, it's yeah. just it's. A fantastic and uh so i really do uh i mean if anybody there are a few people out there who think who really understand the original series and mike is one of them so let's see what he wrote he said hey nathan joey and kelly hi as a huge fan of the original series i really wanted to like the reboot but the original show captured lightning in a bottle so even as early as the first announcement i was skeptical they'd be able to match it then I became less enthusiastic when I found out that all the original writers and directors, including the creator himself, were never asked to be a part of it. While I'm happy the four most important cast members came back and the musical score is often very good, so much of it rubs me the wrong way. Visually, the show is pretty ugly, especially when it comes to the human characters, who are drawn pretty hideous and not at all like the original series. Many of the stories are some combination of being uncomfortable, overly cruel, way too political, gross, and often xenophobic. While I don't mind showing the original series to my six-year-old, I have no intention of showing the reboot 
for a reboot to her for these reasons. The cute cartoon, the one with the zit, the Russian one, the bun control, uh, the man-spreading cartoon, and the horrid Pinky in the Brain short with Julia are cartoons I'd be happy to never see again. I really hope that they find a better groove in season two, but I'm not optimistic. Honestly, I'd be fine if they ditched the Warners and the whole meta, we're back, love us, shtick, and focused more on Pinky in the Brain. Take care, guys. Mike Russo. So thank you again, Mike, for that uh, that uh, great email. And there are a few more things in here, but I think we'll we'll save on to these. There's, yeah, know, we can add them on the end of other episodes. And if people want to email us more, we can yeah, can be something. Exactly. We can... If we didn't get your email, if we still have our, some thoughts about whatever, then hey, we still got some time in between the, now and the second season. So yeah, so yeah, we'll, keep we'll the emails coming, and yeah, we can. Well, we are going to be starting our talks once again about the classic series of Tiny Toons and Pinky in the Brain and Freakazoid and stuff like that. And uh, and if as news comes out, we'll re- release those as well. Yeah, exactly. So. so we're we're back to I think some of the stuff that I really have fun going over. <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 very anxious to go over this. Um, and our patrons are going to be the ones who are deciding. Which episodes of Tiny Toons and Pinky and the Brain? I get to decide the Precozoid yeah. ones, right? Randomly pick them, right? Yeah, you get to randomly pick pick them in sequential order. <laughs> good, very good, Nathan. Isn't the next one supposed to be a really good one? The next uh, Precozoid yeah. is something that they're I, all great, though. So yeah, but if if I think Nathan and I are both like, if Kelly doesn't like this next Freakazoid, then we're really in trouble. Um, we'll just start doing it without her. And- yeah, <laughs> like let's not put her through this torture anymore. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're really excited for the next one. So we'll have to see what we don't. I don't know as of the time of this recording. I don't know what the next Tiny Tunes episode that we're going to be doing. That's the next. Is that one we're what we're doing talk. next? Yes. Mm-hmm. And we'll always. To, yes, always. Uh, we'll, uh, Tiny Tunes will be decided upon uh, by our patrons. So if you'd like to help vote, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash animaniacast and uh, put in your vote. Uh, let us you, – you, you tell us what to do. We'll, we'll follow any – we'll follow your, your – your, <laughs> your directions there let's go ahead and get to our contact information nathan where can people find you online oh joey i'm on twitter uh jingo ft that's me and kelly what about you i'm also on twitter yoda princess y-o-d-a-p-r-n-c-s-s or email me kelly big all right and as for the animaniacast we're on twitter and facebook and instagram and of course i've mentioned the patreon patreon.com slash animaniacast and uh hey why not send us an email Animaniacast at, well, should be retrozap.com, but that may not be working. Gmail.com works. And we're a proud member of the RetroZap podcast community. Head on over to your favorite podcast player, subscribe to RetroZap's podcast feed, and you'll get this podcast as well as all the other ones as well. If you'd like to discuss Animaniacs or anything pop culture with the RetroZap folks, Head on over to our Discord server, discord.animaniacast.com. That will be your welcome link to the Discord server. Well, that'll do it for today's episode. So for Nathan and Kelly, this is Joey saying good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.